0: Let's head to Austin. State Representative Kyle Cassell joins us. Good morning, Kyle. How are you today? I'm
1: good, Scott.
0: How are you doing? Doing fine, thank you. I guess every day there's more and more information that's uh, out there and available for you uh, guys and gals. I see that the, uh, the budget for the House has come out, over $3 billion. quick. Uh, $303 billion
1: dollars by an no old no budget. So uh, tell me what jumps out at you first. Right off the bat are the uh, border security initiatives and the employee and teacher pay raises that are close to $5 billion for public school and higher education, $3 billion boost for mental health, which thank goodness we're tackling that finally.
0: So this is the first look. I mean, so the House has rolled theirs out. We pretty much know what the Senate is going to do. Um, There are obviously you have a lot of constituencies that have interest in things that are in this thousand page document. You don't have the staff of a U.S. congressman who can go through and and tell you about things that are in there. And quite honestly, I'm going to use a bad word. Lobbyists, people think that that's always a bad word, but they probably are a source of information for you as well. But how do you feel like you can wrap your arms around uh, this, this budget as it comes out?
1: You know, it's hard to wrap around. You hit the nail on the head. You know, in our office, there's Tara, my chief of staff, I've got a legislative director, and then we have two interns that rotate Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Tuesday, Thursday. So... You know, there's not a lot of time. So lobbyists, to your point, people think they're bad, but they're actually educators, especially the lobby that participates in the budget. So they they're a huge asset, and we've got to utilize them. But you've got to u- utilize the committee and our colleagues that sit on appropriations. If we get and dive into the weeds, you know, we need somebody that can help us understand what they're doing and the budget from our side is broke down in articles you know which contain higher ed or public works uh you know so those guys you know i'll take gary van deaver for instance who does education article three so from a public school and higher ed which are very important in my district with uh sam houston bled and texas a m gary's going to be a big asset for me
0: so the uh, and again just to, to go back and, and circle around to what you mentioned at the very beginning uh, there's going to be uh, an increase in uh, salaries for uh, retired, te benefits for retired teachers, which it's been almost two decades since that
1: has happened. Absolutely, you know, we hear about COLAs every day, whether it's our teachers or any government or state employee, you know, it, we've just kicked that can down the road. And with this historic surplus, it's time to do right. But we've got to do that. We've got to take care of infrastructure. You know, we've got a huge water bill and, and you and I have talked about this many times, and I think all the listeners know. We've got an incredible once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but when do we get sideways on the budget with the Senate and the House, and what's going to be the sticking point? I mean, just looking at $16 billion, uh plus or minus just in property tax relief alone, you know, a $5 billion, I said $5 billion for uh, pay raises across the board for current state employees, just to get them just to retain employees and keep that market competitive to keep people at their job.
0: Now, over on the Senate side, of course, Dan Patrick has said he wanted to help out from the standpoint of property owners to give them some relief on their school tax, portion of their school tax and their property taxes, to raise the, um, from 40000 to $70,000 the exemption. And, of course, that helps property owners if it does pass. But tell me how that's sitting with members of the House as far as you can tell.
1: Well, I mean, we'll say it this way. You said this budget is thousands of pages. I don't think everybody's digested that yet, but you and I touched on that subject about four weeks ago. Mm -hmm. What was that exemption going to be? You know, I got a little crazy in my... My team called me immediately and goes, you can't say 100 or 120, so we've settled at 70,000, so let's see how that debate goes, and over the next few days, this is what we're going to be doing, and talking about this will determine whether we sign or die at the end of the 140 days, we are past the halfway mark, so are we done in 70 days, or are we going to come back and spend the summer here fighting over this budget?
0: Sure. Let's. Uh, and again, y- y- there are going to be amendments, and then it, there's also a, a, a line item veto that the governor can put in. So the the final piece, we don't know, but at least we, we know where a starting number is in the House. Let's talk about your committee assignments, what's going on over there that we might need to know about.
1: Absolutely. So Serbon on corrections, and we've been uh, meeting regularly with corrections, actually have you know, moved our meeting this week to a Tuesday, and uh, Chairman Herrera is is running that committee. Completely correct. We've heard some incredible bills. I've have a large package to keep correctional officers employed, giving them opportunities to use their comp time and vacation time. Once again, we're fighting a labor shortage and trying to give incentives to keep people on and get hired new folks. Uh, Natural Resources. We met for the first time, and this. Committee is important in that infrastructure session. Obviously, the big bill is Charles Perry, Senator Perry's bill, and Tracy's King, uh, our chairman's bill, that is going to be about the water supply for Texas fund. So it's all about new water, leaky pipes, and it gives rural communities a leg up and opportunity to get in on this new money, uh, this new program will form when this bill does pass.
0: Kyle Cassell joining us from Austin. Uh finally this morning, um the intergovernmental meeting took place Monday where uh the, the cities and the counties and AM all got together Marilyn Strada, who's the city secretary of Bryan, and uh very experienced. She knows a lot of stuff about what goes on. And while she said she applauds the things that go on in Austin as a whole, uh, during that intergovernmental meeting, she mentioned preemption bills and we had it in our news today. Some of the situations where the state wants to take over control of, for instance, short term rentals or other things that would happen. Uh, this is a concern. I know in Austin, they say we don't want Washington to tell us what to do. Well in home, home rule cities like Bryan, uh, they don't want the state to tell them what to do. What's, what does the preemption bill situation look like as far as you can tell?
1: Well, it had a rough layout. so. Y- let's start with this. There's over 350 home rule cities in the state of Texas. So the preemption bill gives the state the ability or authority over these seven codes, agricultural, finance, insurance, labor, natural resource, and occupational code codes. And as you know, we can define that in any area that we want. So that bill is problematic. It's not uh it doesn't look good from a rural standpoint it doesn't look good from a home rule home rule city standpoint and like I said layout on the house side was rough and the chairman carrying the bill did it didn't go well let's say that so but it is a priority so Let's see how this progresses, but we'll do our job. I'm Mary Lynn, and I have had that discussion, and I'm going to work hard to make sure she does not have us tell Big Brother telling her what to do.
0: All right, like like the sound of that. I think uh, certainly on the surface, Kyle Kinsella joining us from Austin. Thanks for the time this morning. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal change.